0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And today's poem is entitled Actions. Here we go. If your proof is in your actions, then it's quite obvious to me that you aren't thinking of me and I'm not one of your priorities. Why do I put up with your mess? Am I missing something? You don't deserve another chance. You've got me feeling empty. You've been ignoring my calls, my text messages, and my voicemails too. You won't hold a decent conversation, and you keep wanting me to forgive you? Man, I really hate this life. I can't even remember what I first saw in you. So why am I lying to myself? There is no us, and your actions prove it. So my actions will be to simply walk away. Please just lose my number. So I hope that y'all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. And on today, what I wanted to talk about was self-sabotage. So, one thing I have learned is that in order to truly heal... I must be willing to reveal the hidden matters of my heart. Excuse me. The truth of the matter is, you cannot heal what you refuse to reveal. And up until today, I really don't believe that I've dealt with those matters of my heart. And from a certain perspective, Some may say that I have because of all the episodes (laughs) that I've recorded. But what I've come to recognize is that when it comes to the matter of self-sabotage, something that I've been guilty of in my past relationships, from friendships to work relationships to even romantic relationships, that I have not addressed the art of self-sabotage and how it has manifested in my own life. So i like to talk about this subject as I am working toward healing my own scars, both past and present. So what brought this about? Yesterday, um, one of my dear friends who I actually call my little sister, um, and I call, I've adopted so many people, y'all. So I've adopted my, like, children. I've adopted siblings. And so, um, yeah, (laughs) but she, um, called me in reference to a relationship concern. Um, it was a certain behavior That her significant other was displaying. And she was like. "Mm, Yeah. Something about this dog does not hunt. And so as I listened. And helped her to unpack. What I started to recognize. Were a lot of familiar voices. And it was in relation to self-sabotage. That type of conversation. And so as we went through unpacking all of the things that she observed, as opposed to all the things that he was actually doing, I was able to help her to recognize that if she did not change how she was viewing the current circumstance, that she would have the potential of harming the relationship. And I'm glad she was willing to listen. Um, because a lot of times when we have had very terrible experiences, our go-to is the negative. And we don't want to do the work to process. Because in doing that, it would mean that we would have to self-reflect. And sometimes we're just not ready to do that. Or we believe that we're not ready to do that. However, once we do, <laughs> we get those aha moments. And it's like, wow, had I done this sooner... Maybe my response, maybe my reaction would have been a little bit healthier. So, this is one of the reasons why, excuse me, I wanted to address self sabotaging. So, before we get started, what is the definition of self sabotage? So I was trying to find where it said or where it came from. But when I pulled it up, um, it just gave the definition automatically. So please forgive me for whoever provided the definition. And I was not able to actually see <laughs> where it came from. But it refers to what I like to call that. This part is me stinking thinking. So. It's a type of behavior or behavior. So it could either be singular or plural. But it's the way a person thinks that prevents them from understanding and potentially experiencing something great. Self-sabotaging will have you ending a relationship. This is my opinion. Before the relationship even has the opportunity to take root and or blossom. It comes in many different ways. Sometimes those ways are quite obvious. Other times those ways may be harder for us to recognize. But one way that you can recognize when you're experiencing self-sabotage is when you are doing some of these things. When you are opting to point the finger at someone else and blame that person when things are not going right in your relationship. A good way to come to yourself Because when you're dealing with self-sabotage, that's one of the things that is very necessary is for you. If you are opting to heal, if you are opting to become better, um, if you are opting to not let that be the narrative of your relationship. Then you have to be willing to come to yourself instead of blaming others. Now. If you do this. It may take you a moment to look at the situation or the circumstances a little closer and acknowledge the role that you are playing concerning the outcome of that situation or the circumstance. See, because it's easy for us to play the blame game. That's easy for you to say, that's your fault. This is your fault. This is your fault. This is why I do what I do. That's easy. But to take a moment to self-reflect And be like, why am I responding this way? What is causing me to draw this conclusion? Where did I get this thought from? Why do I keep going there instead of being here? Because a lot of times when you're self-sabotaging, in my opinion, I believe that it is rooted from something that took place in your past that you're bringing into your present. And so because that present circumstance looks very familiar to what an old circumstance felt like or looked like, then it's easy for us sometimes to say, ha ha, this is what you're doing. This is why I know that you're doing it. Never truly addressing or even speaking to the other person to confirm or debunk that thought. But instead, you've created this illusion in your mind that if it happened before, it's happening right now. And that's just what it is. So because I don't see you making any type of corrections so that we have a different outcome, I'm just going to go ahead and exit stage left. That's a part of self-sabotaging. So I'm going to give you an example. Let's say that you're in a relationship. However, you start to experience things in in the relationship that causes you to second guess your decision of being in that relationship to begin with. For instance, you discover that your spouse has a few behavioral issues and this person's behavioral issues starts to impact both you and them. And once you study their behavior over a period of time, instead of you addressing the behavior, instead of you seeing like, is there something that I'm doing to trigger this individual? Is this a trigger? Um, What past traumas have they not told me about? Instead of you trying to delve into where is this behavior stemming from or encouraging your spouse to find out on their own So that way they could come to you and tell you like, hey, this is why I've been doing what I'm doing. This is why I've been responding the way I've been responding. This is why I've been acting the way that I've been acting. You draw the conclusion that it's not an isolated situation, but instead this is who they are. And so because you have convinced yourself that this person will never change You break up with them. In your mind, their behavioral issues were not conducive to the growth of your relationship. And so over time, instead of dealing with those things, you brush it under the rug, per se. You pretend in their presence that everything is okay. And then over time you decide, "Eh, yeah, this is not for me and you end it. Then you tell your friends. Then you tell your family. You might even tell your colleagues. And all of them are agreeing that your decision to end the relationship was the quote unquote right thing to do. However, not once Did you ever take a moment to reflect and take personal inventory of how you showed up in that relationship? You never considered that a relationship. Now, remember, whenever you're dealing with a relationship. (laughs) It's not always one person. It involves two people. And so. By not considering. Why you ended the relationship. By not considering. That you didn't end. You didn't include yourself as a part of the equation. Now you included yourself in terms of how it was an inconvenience that some of those behavioral issues never changed or shifted, but you never gave the person an opportunity, addressed it. You never did none of that. You just drew the conclusion. Well, I've been looking at you and I've been seeing how you respond to certain situations and it's always the same. So this must just be your makeup. So yeah, this is not going to Really work for me or us. So I'm going to just go ahead and just end this thing. Therefore, by not taking time to ask yourself. Very telling questions. The kinds of questions that when they are answered. They will reveal details. That you might not have otherwise paid attention to. About you. You end up instead sabotaging your chance to grow. And learn from that potential relationship experience. I'm not telling you something that I don't know firsthand. You see, I know about this all too well. Because in my past, my track record of relationships consisted of self-sabotage. One of the reasons is because I convinced myself it was easier for me to walk away than to fight for that relationship. And although I displayed a lot of times that fight or flight mentality, when things didn't quite go the way that I wanted them to go, or as smoothly as I wanted them to go. I would either provoke an argument. Hence fight. Or I would walk away. Hence flight. And a lot of the reasons. Or a lot of the times. Whenever asked what happened. Do you realize I didn't really have a reason. And the reasons that I would say. Had everything to do with the blame game. Well, you didn't do this. You didn't do this. You didn't do this. You didn't do this. But what about what I didn't do? (laughs) Rather than self reflect and address the conflicts that were taking place in my relationship, both internally and externally, isn't that something? It takes a lot for us to reprogram our mindsets when we have adopted stinking thinking. See, even when I read over a lot of my poems now, in this now time, when I read over the poems that I've written and I was... Extremely transparent in terms of the thoughts that were going on in my mind during those seasons of my life. When I read them now, although my feelings were valid. The fact that I didn't challenge those thoughts. I didn't go through the shadow work. I didn't try to say, where is the stemming from? Why am I feeling this way? Okay, so he didn't answer the phone. Could it have been that he fell asleep? Could it have been that he got an emergency phone call? Could it have been that he just wanted some alone time? And it's not that he's necessarily guilty of doing anything other than wanting to be alone. For a moment, not indefinitely. Could it have been that the reason why the thought went to the negative so quickly is because maybe deep down inside, I felt as if I did not deserve to be loved the right way. And the very thought of being loved the right way scared me to the point that I sabotaged sabotaged a good thing. Now, I'm not saying that every experience was a good experience, but what I am saying is that the potential to grow in some of those experiences were always present. However, instead of me being willing to do the work, I bounced. So, That's one of the reasons why I wanted to share and be completely transparent is for that reason. So I know that I spoke about having this conversation with who I call my little sister. And I was trying to help her to view her current relationship in a more healthy light. So by my sharing some of my experiences with her. And explaining why it was that I had drawn the conclusions that I had drawn is because it was based off of my learning from my past mistakes. Because while she was talking, I saw my old self in that moment. I heard my old self belief systems while she was speaking. I recognized the voice of self-sabotage and I rebuked it in love. I provided a different perspective. And it was so funny to me because she was like, but you don't even know him. So how could you have these positive thoughts about him? And I told her, I know based off of the first time that I met this individual And I know, based off of the feedback that you've given to me thus far, that what you're describing does not fit his character. So what that tells me is, is that he is not intentionally doing these things to you. That this is a circumstance that was out of his control. And it is unfair for us to hold against someone Things that are out of their control. Why would I take the time out to help this individual see things from a greater, healthier perspective? Because now... I have come to realize how there are times that if we don't seek godly wisdom, if we don't seek godly counsel, that we may find ourselves sabotaging one of the best experiences we have ever had based off of past hurts, past traumas, triggers, and past unresolved issues. Truth be told, this is exactly why I do my best to talk about removing our stinking thinking. Because, and let me go a step further. And removing our stinking speaking. Because a lot of times before you speak it, you thought it. And I've heard it and I believe it. That when you are stinking thinking and then you turn it into stinking speaking, then you are projecting word curses. You are creating word curses. So even if this behavior is, is an isolated incident, the very thing that you meditate on becomes your reality. So that's why when you hear people say self-fulfilled prophecy... Well, you can also do that in your relationships by self-sabotaging, by saying certain things, by speaking death into the person that you're dealing with, by calling them out of their name. Oh, you're crazy. I don't know why you think like that. Remember, we've talked about gaslighting on this podcast. So those things, that stinking speaking... Also, whether they're in your presence or they're not, be mindful of how you are speaking about the person that you are in a relationship with. Because you can sabotage that relationship before it ever starts. Just by the words coming out of your mouth. How it is that you speak to that person or at that person. Because not everyone speaks to people. They speak at people as if that person is beneath them. Be mindful of that. And even if you do things differently, even if you're in a situation and you would have operated differently than the other person, that doesn't make your way the right way. They just do things differently. That's one of the beautiful things about entering into a relationship with people is because you have an opportunity, if you cease the moment, To be able to see how the same thing could be done in a different manner. I was speaking to a colleague not too long ago. And we were having a nice little dialogue. And we were talking about a paragraph that both of us had read. But in that paragraph, her interpretation of what was read was different than my interpretation. And I made the comment to her and she was like, wow, I never heard it that way. I said, it's similar to reading the Bible. Notice how whenever you read the Bible, your interpretation may be different than mine. It doesn't make your interpretation wrong. You've just had a different experience than I have. So you're going to draw something different from that verse. I've had a different experience than you have. So I'm gonna draw something different from that verse. If a different person, not the same person trained us, then our outcome, our conclusion is gonna be different. It doesn't make your training or the way you were trained better than how I was trained or vice versa. We just pulled something different from our experience. So because we pulled something different, Maybe that's the reason why both of us are being assigned to this project is because we offer two different perspectives. But hopefully we can come to a conclusion that is conducive to the growth of the project over time. So anytime you are not mindful of the damage that self-sabotaging can do. You could easily, unintentionally, talk yourself out of your now blessing or blessings. This is also why I believe finding a therapist, a godly counselor, someone who can offer you godly wisdom, and if you don't believe in God, someone that you trust their judgment, that will help us to debunk some of our old ways of thinking that will not be conducive to our growth mentally, emotionally, psychologically, and even spiritually I believe that it's worth the time and the effort required to aid us in becoming the very best version of ourselves. Now, please do not misunderstand me or what it is that I am trying to convey. I just truly believe that unlearning the art of self-sabotage will probably be one of the hardest journeys we will ever go Through and on. However, I also believe that it would be one of the healthiest, most fulfilling journeys. If we allow it to be. I believe it could yield a beautiful harvest. Just try not to abort the process. This is not always easy to do, y'all. Sometimes because it requires doing the shadow work. It requires us holding ourselves accountable. We are required to do our part. And it requires us to be fully transparent. And sometimes for these reasons... We opt to discontinue the process of unlearning some of these bad behaviors. But don't, please don't. Because, in my honest opinion, I believe that we are worth saving. We deserve to heal, we deserve to be whole. We deserve to become the very best versions of ourselves unapologetically. Now, is it going to be easy? Oh, no, not by any means, not by any means, not by any means. You may shed a lot of tears. You may do reflection and realize, you mean to tell me that I could have, had I had the knowledge that I have now, had I had the wisdom that I have now, I could have potentially saved that relationship. And we could have been here. Now, don't get caught up in the coulda, woulda, shouldas, because, you know, you get caught up in the coulda, woulda, shouldas. You may be there for a long time. But yes. And that's okay. You now know. And they say when you know better, you do better. Right. So now, you know what not to do. So let's say that you have a fight or flight mentality and you're so used to just leaving the relationship when the going gets tough. Try doing the opposite with the new relationship. Try sitting down and saying, hey, so, you know, the other day when you said X, Y, and Z, sorry that I'm bringing it up now, but when I had this expectation that you were going to show up in this way and that didn't happen. So it put me in my feelings and it, Made me start thinking about all the times that I was in expectation of you showing up in this way. And you didn't. I mean, that's how we started. But I noticed that over time, that has changed. Can we talk about why it's changed? Instead of making the assumption that just because it's changed, that it could never change back. Because a lot of times we will do that. And y'all know what they say about assuming. I'm just saying. For those of you that don't know, I'll go ahead and shed some light. They say whenever you assume it makes an ass, A-S-S, out of you and me, for those of you that didn't know. Okay, so this is going to conclude this episode. However, before I completely conclude this episode, I would like to read a letter to my future hubby. The date is February the 18th of 2022. Here we go. Dear future hubby, as I work on becoming the very best version of myself, I find myself discovering areas of my life that I've compartmentalized over the years, one of them being my ability to self-sabotage. I believe if I continue to do the shadow work, eventually I will find the root cause of why this ever became a quote-unquote theme in my life to begin with. However, although I haven't gotten that deep just yet, I recognize how if I leave this unaddressed, it could potentially wreak havoc on our relationship. This is why I am opting to do the work with the intention of becoming a better person and being mindful of how self-sabotaging can ruin a good thing. Therefore, I intentionally plan on unpacking this stuff. And as I do not want, or as I do not want this small fox to spoil the vine, Where I develop bad habits, critical thinking in a negative light, criticizing instead of understanding you or others, partially from ignorance and partially from being unwilling to face my own demons. I choose to cast down those strongholds and every. High imagination that attempts to exalt itself above the things I know to be true about you and about God. Therefore, my vow is that I will continue to work on healing from the inside out. Debunking wrong belief patterns, wrong belief systems. That will not be conducive to our relationship or our growth in the relationship. I vow to speak to you about those things that concern me rather than draw a false conclusion that you already know and then refuse. Okay, let me get this right, (laughs) because it has come out right. I vow To speak to you about those things that concern me rather than draw a false conclusion that you already know and that you refuse to address those things that concern me or that you refuse to change or aid me on my healing journey with those things that could prove to be. Now, y'all know it's bad when you don't know your own. Handwriting proved to be. Hold on, y'all. Proved to be beautiful for the both of us. Beneficial for the both of us in due season. I vow to speak my truth in love, to listen to the matters of your heart and to express the matters of my heart. And not to be so quick to want to throw our entire relationship away. Just because things may not be going my way at the present moment. I desire to work with you on us. I pray that God grant me his grace to continue to work on myself in your absence. So that when you are present, you will see my presence as your gift from above. As your gift from God. I love you. Love, Teresa. So I hope that this encourages someone. I was actually asked to do this episode because it's a lot of times. There are a lot of times where we are self-sabotaging something that could really and truly be The best thing that ever happened to us, but we abort the process before we ever truly know because we just don't want to do the work. And whoever said that when you are in right relationship, that it is going to be easy. For those of you that truly believe in God, think about that for a moment. Think about that for a moment when you've been in right relationship. When you've spent your time communing with the Lord and he begins to reveal to you areas of your life that have gone unaddressed, what do you normally do? Either you repent, you cry, you ask why, but you acknowledge the pain If it's a painful memory and then you ask him to show you how to heal from that or how to forgive that person. You go through this process with him and it's not always pleasant. In fact, it's the opposite. It's painful. It's painful when you get a revelation that you've been doing things wrong. But that's how it is in our relationships too. I was telling one of my, well, I mean, same person, but I was telling her how these are what I call growing pains. It's just part of becoming a better person, it's part of thinking differently, healthier. It's painful. But just like I didn't share this part with her, but it just came to my mind right now. Just like when you are a woman and you are with child. When you are going into labor, that is a very painful experience. You may be calling on everything but God. But when you hold that infant in your hands. It's worth The growing pains. So. Why. Continue to self sabotage. You'll never get to see. The essence. And the beauty. Of something healthy. If every time you feel a little bit of pain. You walk away. You give up. You throw it away. I told her about an experience that I had with someone that I once dated. And by the grace of God, we're still good friends. But I told her how there was a situation where I was under the impression because based off of our conversation, we were going to spend his birthday together. And this just happened to be a long-distance relationship. And I told her how he made plans to have a birthday or be celebrated on his birthday but and I made plans cuz I took off for that day but when the day came there was no phone call I didn't get no phone call not the birthday the day before I didn't get a phone call I didn't get, there was no communication all communication was shut down and that was not normal and I told her how I went and actually made a phone call and was like hey you know what are you doing And the conversation was like a dismissive conversation, like avoiding the fact that the next day was his birthday. And it made me feel some type of way. So I told her what I did after I inquired what the plans were. And it was apparent that I wasn't a part of those plans. I wrote a poem. (laughs) And the poem that I wrote was called Lies. And I went on in this poem and talked about how I recognized that this individual lied to me about everything. That's an example of self-sabotage because it wasn't long after that. (laughs) I can laugh about it now, but it was not funny during the time. And so I told her, sometimes we could get so caught up in our feelings because things are not going our way that we can literally throw the whole relationship away. And that's exactly what I did. And I've done it more than once. And it's because addressing our own insecurities, addressing our own things that we got going on internally, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, that it's sometimes it's so painful. We don't want to do it. We just don't want to do the work. So we just, you know, exit. But that's not fair. It's not fair to the other person. And it's not fair to you. Because how are you growing like that? And inquiring minds want to know, how are you growing like that? I've done it with work. There was a job. I took a phone call. The person was threatening me and saying all kinds of things. Mind you, they don't know who I am. You can make up your name whenever you're, you know, taking a customer service call. And I literally, after getting off that phone call, I resigned. (laughs) I resigned based off of a conversation This person had me so anxious that I gave them power and resigned from my position. Found out months later that even though the person was like, I'm going to tell your manager this, I'm going to tell your manager that. The manager was like, I was never going to let you go. I was never going to fire you. I understand that people get upset. They say crazy things. But I sabotaged that career Because I wasn't willing to look inside and be like, why did that, why did the words that was coming out of that individual's mouth, someone that did not know me, how did I give that person power over me to where I resigned from my job based off of what they said they would do, whether truth or not. We do it a lot. We don't even know it. Those are just two examples. I got many more, but I'm, not, I'm a spare y'all. But yeah, so if you are a person who is suffering from self-sabotage and you have made that your norm, get help. I'm not a licensed doctor, therapist, counselor. I am just simply a student of life. I am someone who has been through hell and back. And so I hope that by the things that I've been through, I can help someone not go through those same things just by sharing what I've been through. You don't have to repeat my mistakes. In fact, I hope you learn from them. So this is truly going to conclude my episode on today. But wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whether morning, noon or night, please do me a huge favor. And take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you for listening.